Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe. And I'm Solomon Izanga Shams in Johannesburg, South Africa. Well, today we look back at the 2014 African Nations Championship with Libya winning and Nigeria impressing on their debut at the tournament. And we look ahead to the CAF Champions League and the Confederation Cup with first round games on this weekend and teams dreaming of making it to the group stage. Really, really, it's a challenge financially, it's a challenge technically. At the same time, as a coach, you have to catch yourself against the best. Also, we talked to our UK football expert, Stuart Weir, about the positives and negatives of having foreign players in top flight leagues. First of all, Libya are the champions of the 2014 African Nations Championship in South Africa. The North Africans are winning on penalties in the final against Ghana and indeed winning only one game in open play, winning their semi-final and quarter-final games on spot kicks as well. Solomon, a very unpredictable tournament this one. The likes of Ethiopia were disappointing and Libya coming out victorious. Yes, it was really close uh, from the semi-final onwards. In the first semi-finals, we saw Nigeria, you know, playing a draw with uh, Ghana and then going on to penalty kicks and losing. And we also saw Zimbabwe against Libya going to a penalty kicks and going into the finals. We also saw another penalty kick win for Libya and they went all the way and, and won it. And that is a strong indication of how the Libyan league uh, is doing. They have a great coach in the Spaniard, Clemente, who is their coach, former uh, coach in Spain. And um, I think the Libyan uh, football league is beginning to reap uh, a lot of uh, benefits from the so much they've been doing in the local league, where they've invested in great clubs in Benghazi and also in Tripoli. Over the years, we've had a lot of African players from Nigeria, Ghana, living to moving to Libya and playing there. But we've never seen any success for uh, Libyan club sides or the Libyan national team. So I hope this is going to be a sign of good things to come ahead for Libya, a nation that has gone through a lot of war recently with Gaddafi being disposed and a whole lot of civil war engulfing the country. I think this is a good thing for the country. Uh, just so the football fans and also the citizens of Libya will be cheered up. Yeah, so this tournament uh, only for home-based players, so it gave us a reflection of how strong the home-based talent is in countries around Africa. The host South Africa were the biggest disappointment, and we talked about them last week. Uh, DR Congo won it in 2009, Tunisia in 2011, and now Libya, so that means that two of the three champions are from North Africa. And Egypt have never entered the Chan because they feel they are too good for the tournament. So this shows how strong the home-based talent is in North Africa. Yes, definitely. I think North Africa Football League, if you look at countries like Tunisia, Morocco, Algeria, uh, and also Egypt, like you rightly mentioned, and now we have uh, Libya, you know, joining that league. Um, and we might just see a reflection of the win for Libya here uh, at the Chan 2014. Uh, we might just see a reflection of that in the CAF Champions League and also in the Confederations uh, Cup, you know, this season for 2014 uh, to uh, uh, Champions League and also CAF. So it, it is in Indeed, uh, a sign that the North African teams uh, have a strong base league in Africa. It shows that, you know, the league in the northern part of Africa are really strong, you know. And in Southern Africa, when we talk about some of the stronger league, maybe South Africa because of the whole lot of resources. If you go down to West Africa, there are indeed football talents, you know, from Ghana to Nigeria to Sierra Leone. And even to, uh, to Congo, there are football talents. But is the league strong enough? You know, I don't think the league is strong enough. There's no way we can compare the, the league football league in West Africa to the football league in North Africa. And I think the Chan uh, Championship 
Championship is definitely a, a platform for these uh, young players to go out there and showcase their skills and also to see uh, the strength of the football league in Africa. And this is a good way of really measuring the strength and also learning from it and also grow home-based players that will indeed feed the national teams of different countries. Lots of positives for Ghana and Nigeria, finishing second and third respectively. And this was Nigeria's first time at the tournament. Yes, ironically, a lot of people didn't notice that, but this is Nigeria's first time at the tournament. Nigeria missed out a couple of times. And uh, Nigeria is only one of the few countries that brought in the, you know, the main national coach, which is Stephen Keshi. And I, I think it's a really a good thing for, for him to coach it, not to give the team up to Daniel Amokachi to lead the team as an assistant, but for him to come here, because this is a World Cup year, and indeed you cannot rule out some of the home-based players who are playing in the Nigerian uh, Football League. You know, they all need to get an opportunity for them to be able to go out there and, and show their skills. And maybe a few of them, two, three or four, and Keshi was actually saying maybe four of them might just make the final team to uh, Brazil 2014. And uh, it was not really a disappointment for Nigeria, though they got to the semifinals and hoped to get to the finals because of the way they got there, especially that quarterfinal win against Morocco. Um, but then Ghana, for me, was very disappointing. I think they were a bit lucky against Nigeria, not because I'm Nigerian, but because I think Nigeria played uh, better and we saw that against Libya. Uh, a lot of people expected Ghana to really just win in f- the full 90 minutes uh, against Libya. But Libya showed that, look, they're equally strong enough. So Ghana was a bit disappointing for me there. I'm not sure they will be satisfied with uh, that second place. Now from the African Nations Championship, the focus shifts to the 2014 CAF Champions League and Confederation Cup, with first-round matches taking place all around Africa this weekend. Now most of the big clubs have buys, and for the small teams, this is the start of a journey that they hope will see them qualify for the group stage. How Mine of Zimbabwe will host Chuoni of Zanzibar in a Confederation Cup match. Chuoni are typical of the minnows in the tournament. How Mine are there for the first time in only their second season in Zimbabwe's top flight. And their coach Pilani Ngube says he's already dreaming big in the Confederation Cup. Even though we're playing in the team that we don't know, but we'll try to use our own home advantage so that it will be easier when we go away against them. Really, really, it's a challenge financially, it's a challenge technically. At the same time, as a coach, you have to catch yourself against the best. But then we, we prepared. Getting in the, in, the, in the group stage, you know, that's where we intend to. But going over that, it will be a bonus for us. They got the, the enthusiasm. They need to move. They need to, they need to, to, have some, they need to make their own history the, as far as 2014 is concerned. That's coach Pilani Ngube of Zimbabwean club How Mine. And Solomon, this is an exciting time for the small teams, but these tournaments are getting more and more competitive all the time. Yeah, it's an exciting time for the small teams. I think the Orange Cup Champions League normally gives uh, opportunities for the smaller teams to really see how they can go in and really showcase that they're capable of really not just getting into the round of 16, but getting all the way to the group stage, the final eight, that is. We've seen clubs from Zimbabwe. We've seen clubs from Uganda. Uh, we've seen clubs from Ethiopia doing so well. You know, it's clubs from Cameroon uh, last season doing so well and getting all the way to the group stage. Yeah, they're getting more and more competitive, Steve. Uh, not just because of the prize money, but I think a lot of countries and football leagues are beginning to realize that, look, if you really want to be able to uh, grow your league in your country, you have to be able to get a good representation when it comes to the CAF Champions League and also the CAF uh, uh, Confederations Cup. It's a great platform and it's really getting competitive. There's no way the big clubs like Al-Hali or Esperance or uh, CS Faxon will look down on smaller clubs like St. George's uh, from uh, Ethiopia or clubs from Uganda or clubs from Zimbabwe. They're they're never going to look down on them anymore because uh, 
if you make a one or two mistakes, you're definitely going to get an, an upset. And that is what these small football teams are looking for and is indeed getting very competitive. A lot of clubs have recruited good players uh, just to be able to reinforce and know that, look, this is not just about our league. This is the African league. So we need to make sure we have the right players to go out there and represent uh, us very well. Many thanks to Solomon Ashams in South Africa. Give us your thoughts on the CAF Champions League and the Confederation Cup on our Facebook page. We're asking there, who are you supporting in 2014? And do you think that your team can get to the group stage? Our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, and that's all one word. Now I'm joined by our European football expert, Stuart Weir, in the UK. Now we've had the African Nations Championship won by Libya. Uh, this is a tournament that tells us how strong the domestic talent is in the country countries that took part and with the first round of the CAF Champions League and Confederation Cup starting this weekend we'll see many top clubs playing with maybe one or two foreign players and more for the likes of TP Mazembe of the DR Congo so while the Chan is all about developing homegrown talent there are no restrictions in the Champions League and the Confederation Cup now in England in particular many top clubs are dominated by foreign players Stuart what effect does this have on homegrown talent Well, first of all, Steve, let me just give you a couple of statistics. Um, Not terribly scientific, but I just had a look at the last time these clubs played and what the squad was like. The players who were on the pitch, Chelsea had two English players out of 14, Manchester City one out of 12, Arsenal two out of 14. Uh, Interestingly, Liverpool and Manchester United six and seven. But, you know, when you're... Manchester City, Chelsea, and you're playing one or two homegrown players, then it obviously is incredibly difficult for homegrown talent to get in the team. You know, they were saying that the John Terry is probably the last homegrown young player from Chelsea who got into the first team. So, you know, they must have had, I don't know, a 100 young players who, who, who just never got the chance, and some of them go to other clubs. But... It must have a really negative effect on the chances for for young players. Uh, I mean, interestingly, Manchester United, 7 out of 14, they've always had the tradition of uh, looking for local boys uh, for um, building a team on the long term. But, you know, I suppose Chelsea, Manchester City, owned by the uh, billionaires, uh, if you're short of a player, you go out and buy one rather than waiting a few years for someone to develop. So I think that this is really quite a worrying situation. And, you know, we've had situations where there are players who were in the England team who actually found it easier to get in the England team than to get in their club team. Well, one reason given for the poor performance of South Africa's national team is the presence of too many foreign players in the league. Uh, Stuart, what's the effects on the national team in England and other European countries? I think there's a mentality in England that people often prefer their club to the national team. So therefore, if you're a Chelsea fan, you'd really rather have Chelsea winning with foreign players than uh, losing with English players. But certainly it does mean that there's a, a more limited pool of players who have played regularly in the Premiership over a number of years than than there used to be. Uh, Part of the problem may be that some English players have priced themselves out of the market, demanding too much money. You can then bring in cheaper players from abroad. And also, of course, uh, I mentioned Chelsea, Manchester City, Arsenal. Well, of course, all of them have got um, foreign coaches. So perhaps naturally, they look for players that, that they're more used to.
I think you have to ask the question, what are you trying to achieve? If the purpose is to have a successful national tide, then I think you you could structure your league differently. But the problem is that the money is largely with the clubs, and the clubs want success for themselves much more than they want it for the national team. Well, there's often talk about restricting the number of foreign players for clubs in Europe, or at least reserving a certain number of places for homegrown players. In South Africa, there are five slots for clubs for foreign players. How much of an issue is this sort of thing in England at the moment? Well, the problem is that you can't really do that because uh, politically we are part of the European community, and part of that means that. Uh, anybody from the European community has the right to work in the UK. So you cannot restrict the number of uh, French, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese players. You you can restrict the number of African, American and so on. Uh, So you, you could only have some kind of rule that in particular competitions you could only field a certain number of players. But again, I think that could be challenged in the courts as restricting someone's opportunity to develop their profession. Uh, so, th- so that is a difficult one, and I, it's, it's never really been used satisfactorily. Well, Stuart, and briefly, what a game last Monday in the English Premier League as Chelsea upset Manchester City. Just when we thought Man City were set to get a grip on the league, they were shocked by Chelsea, although the Blues boss Jose Mourinho still says his side are not serious title contenders. Well, I think he's a a master of words and he's just taking pressure off the players. But what a brilliant game that was. And I thought that was Mourinho at his best. You know, Yaya Torre has been perhaps the outstanding player in the Premiership over the last couple of years. But Mourinho just put out a team that controlled midfield, that ran their socks off. And Yaya Torre really did not dominate the game. Samuel Eto'o uh, was in the starting lineup uh, ahead of some of the other uh, more f- favoured strikers, you might think. Had a, had a good game. And then uh, two late substitutions, John obi Mikel and Djemba uh, uh, Ba. Actually, Djemba Ba was only on the pitch for less than a minute, but got mentioned by Mourinho after the game. He said, you know, he was only on the pitch for 30 seconds and he won us a corner. That's the commitment of the Chelsea players. Well, looking fascinating for sure there in the English Premier League. Many thanks to Stuart Weir in the UK and to Solomon Ashoms in South Africa. That's it for the show for this week, but do give us your thoughts on the CAF Champions League and the Confederation Cup on our Facebook page. Tell us who are you supporting in 2014 and do you think that your team can go all the way to the group stage? The Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, and that is all one word. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, we'll be back next week. You can find the show online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.